Hi, and welcome to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritty, and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Mo Zhu at Gaia in Fitzroy. Mo didn't start out wanting to be a chef, but a gap half year at uni opened his eyes to Europe and food other than the Chinese food he'd been brought up with. A stage at Attica and then roles at Vue de Monde in the Press Club further inspired him and he started doing a series of pop-ups here and in his native China, always challenging himself to use local ingredients, even if he'd never heard of some of them before. In October, Mo launched Gaia, his intimate degustation restaurant on Gertrude Street, where his monthly menus are a testament to his passion and inventiveness, as well as a homage to the foraging and walks through nature that inspire him. So Mo, <laughs> now, when I first spoke to you for Broadsheet, um, you had really just started. So and now you're into your second or third menu. Third menu. Third menu, yeah. amazing. So um, how's it been going? It's been, it's been goes really well. Yeah. As we, yeah, we've been very busy after the article come out. Mm. We almost start fully booked the week after that. Yeah. And then, you know, as a menu, because it's always changed, some people know from article and they, they come and they, they book for the next one. So, yeah. yeah I think Jemima Cody's article was really great as well. It is, yeah, it's very yeah. kind of world. We have two articles with, yeah. uh, with the age. One for the newly opening, that's yeah. just about a week after Brochet, or maybe a week before. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we had a review a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Oh, thank you. It's beautiful. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's lovely. Um, and, but I think that's probably word of mouth as well, because I feel as though your Instagram is beautiful. And I think <laughs> thank that you. that sort of really shows off the food and your passion. And then I think that the people can't, that come, there'd be, there's so much to talk about, um, about Gaia that I think that, or Gaia, that I think that um, I'm sure it's not just because of <laughs> the media, I'm sure it's because of your own reputation that you're building, so... Uh, yeah, some you know some, but they 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 kind of know us from the article. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, without articles, probably we we probably can get there, but it's gonna take much longer. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about because um, really speaking, it's a, it's been an ambitious project for someone who's been a chef for ten years, mm. and um and I know that you've had a really great journey to becoming a chef, but that you didn't initially think you would. So let's go back to the start, um, and tell me about how you got. How you came to be a chef? Um, well, I used to be a uni student for Bachelor of Business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've been uni for three years, almost finished, but I feel something that's not really in for me. So I applied a gap year. I travel around Europe for half year, which, uh, which I have been introduced for different cultures and food. And then that's, that kind of opened my mind. Plus, my mom used to own a restaurant in China. So, I, yeah, you know, I, I grew up with a really good food. Mm. Well, not really good cook, but I used to have a really good food. And then I've traveled around Europe. I, I've been introduced a lot more than just Chinese food. And then, so I was thinking about maybe it's worth to give a try. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, plus at that time, I don't really know what to do. Yeah, that's <laughs> right, yeah. And so you went to William Anglis. Yes. Um, and then did some, uh, did an apprenticeship. Uh, no, really, no, no, it's um, 
It's like a commercial cookery、mm. certificate, right? Like that kind、okay. of thing. Yeah. So when you came out, where was the first place that you went to work? Um, it's um, it's it's like a, a modern Asian. Like、okay. fusion, that kind of place, which、yeah. is already closed. Okay. Yeah, the、uh, Albert Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then, at what stage you you did a stage or did you work at Attica? I did. I did. I did. I start stage at Attica、yeah. after that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I went there. I I did a three month stage. Okay. I wasn't planning to get a job. I was very new to the industry. Yeah. And then I think about go somewhere else find a job. But before I finish, they offer me the job. So basically, that's how I start work there. Okay. So,、yeah. oh, so okay. So then you worked there for how long up there? But was it a? Um, I think I did start about three months. Yeah. Oh, so that was how yeah. long. Yeah. And um, and what? Because everyone, of course, speaks very highly of Attica and Ben and Matt, the head chef. Um, what did you learn from Attica? What did I? Sorry. What, what did, did I, you learn? Oh,、uh, learn. Um, well, is. I would I would say everything. I mean, cause that's so. Firstly, that's a that's the first actually very fun dining to me. Yeah. And that's that's just I just changed where I think completely. Okay.、Uh, that's yeah. It's shaped the way I how I look to the food today and how I even cook. Like you know, I still I still forage a lot these days, and that's actually where I start. Cause、mm. I do forage every day. Um, yeah, so I just walk. You know, I walk along the bush. I walk around the beach every,、uh, like not every day, but like quite often. And that's、um, that's this day is still the inspire for me to cook. Yeah. And yeah, so really, it's.、Um, I mean, I was I was maybe a bit too young for technical ways. Wise, I'm not learned that much from Attica, but.、Um, Venture is probably the first one I cook called the mentor, and he really shaped the way how I look at food, how I cook today. Yeah. So even yeah, even after almost ten years, I'm still. I mean, I I I don't see it completely, completely differently. But like, I think I still, I don't know the way I look at food, the way I look at nature, the way I look at ingredients, some way it starts from there. Yeah. I guess if you're going to have a restaurant name,、um, you know Mother Nature, and you're so inspired by nature, that's a really nice. You know, maybe it started from the foraging and from your、mm. inspiring you to be walking along in the bush and finding ingredients. I really loved when I spoke to you last time about、um, your discovery of the the pine yeah the pine needle. needles, the fresh、yeah. green pine needles, and how、yeah. that was your favourite time of year, and it's so short. Yeah, and that that to me really symbolised someone who's so passionate. That you you, you read, that's an exciting time of year, and then that moment's gone. <laughs> yeah, it is. And you're onto something else.、Um, and from Attica, where did you go? Did you get a job somewhere? Uh, yeah. After Attica, I. Well, I've had a little bit break,、mm. and then I went to Piedmont. Yeah. Yeah. Was that different again, or was it? It's very different. It's、yeah. uh, you know Piedmont is. Yeah, it's very different team. It's very different environment. It's、um, doing a lot more covers than Attica. Actually, it's lunch and dinner. It's much more chef. Yeah, a lot different. But、um, at Vidmo, I start cook a lot, like、yeah. actual cook on the stove. Like a lot of the things, the technique, like the cooking, actually learned from Vidmo. Yeah. Yeah. 
so and that were yeah the techniques and so on that you were um, didn't quite have before yeah mm. um, and when did the idea of having your own place come? when did I have yeah. um, I don't really know I guess I guess every chef have a dream to have a restaurant maybe start you know it's even it even could start from school but you may you may not clearly you won't have a restaurant mm. but every, every chef clearly won't yes. you know have something their own i guess when did you think that it was a possibility for you that you knew you could do something on your own mm, that's probably about i would say about three four years ago mm. Mm. yeah and did you start because i feel as though this was really well planned because even before you opened months in advance you were curing wallaby yeah. and pickling leaves <laughs> dandelion petals <laughs> and things so i feel like um were you planning years in advance to open this um yeah because um i used to cook a lot at home mm. Um, I used to cook on my day off. I go to the local ma- market at least once in two weeks on my to- uh, on my day off, and I used to forge like every week. Some of the stuff I maybe not used to use it right away, so I normally think of way to preserve it. Mm. So I actually started the process back like a few years ago, yeah. and then some often i discover has amazing flavor after a year half a year i mean not purposely do it it's because mm. i've been pretty busy at work yeah so i only have a short period can be you know experimental and i don't really like waste any ingredients so if i know i'm not be able to use for right now i may try to think of the way to preserve it see how that going mm. and yeah that's um that's actually where I start preserve. I discover a lot of interesting stuff. Mm. That's included dandelion. Include I include I pickled wildfire pollen like a year ago and peach blossom sugar and pine needle that kind of thing. Mm, that's, pine needle butter that was oh amazing. That's, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, yeah. So it's like um, I had. I had a lot of experience from the past for the preserving that thing, and then when I when I very clearly know I'm going to open the restaurant, so I'm start doing that because I know I will need that one day. Mm. I'm not exactly sure which day or where or when I'm able to find a place to start, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to. Mm. So that's why. So I, I can start now. Yeah, and you did a lot of pop ups too, didn't I you? I did. Here yeah. in China. Yeah. And then you told me that you never cook, you don't like cooking the same thing. Um, no, so, I don't repeat. You know? I don't repeat dish. <laughs> so that's a really big challenge. <laughs> it is. It's, um, it's very hard. It's actually, I started this habit back to about, I guess it's about three or four years ago. So there, there was a period in between of two jobs. I, I give myself a little bit break mm. and then it's one day I just trusting, you know, China's big. It's a lot of diversity and it's it's just a lot of culture, a lot of different food ingredients. So I start thinking what happens if I do the menu only use the local ingredients. Yeah. And then I start contact to all the people I know back in China. So we I organize about yeah, I think it's eight different pop ups in six cities mm. in China. So they're, they're very different. Mm. And then, so what I do is I, I go, 
I go to the city. I spend a few days at local market to get everything I'd be interesting or potentially for the menu, and then I start experiment for the menu, and then I use that for the menu. So I go to the city, a new menu with the new ingredients, a lot of ingredients I actually never seen before. Even I come from China, but you know, China is big, a lot of city I never been to,、uh, especially I went to Shantou. It's、uh, a lot of seafood. You won't really see because I I grow up in almost like the central mainland in the in central part of China.、Mm. So we have a lot carp. So we have a lot of bread, like、uh, noodles, rice, that kind of thing. But it's we don't really next to the sea. We do have the delivery from it, but it's not as much as there. So a lot of seafood I've never seen before.、Mm. So that's something very new, and I did、uh, other pop up at Yunnan. Uh, one of now is one of my business partner. They, their family own a mountain, so we did a pop up on the mountain, which literally is nothing. We get the electricity on a mountain. Yeah, they own a mountain.、Top. Yeah, they do. How do you own a mountain?、Um, yeah, so I don't know. They just they just own that. I back many years. So I don't know how, but <laughs> but they they actually do. So we did. Um, there was like the historical building on top of that, but without electricity, without anything. So we literally build a kitchen. So we use it. It's like a, a big empty room.、Okay. So we we get a large bench, at the prep bench, service bench, and then we get a lot of small fridge, and a big freezer, and yeah, that's it. Wow. And then we did pop up there for for like a week. Yeah, that was an amazing experience. Yeah, it would be, and I've heard the roads are really narrow around there as well. I just spoke to two、um, young women who have opened a cafe in Hawthorne, four kilo fish, and they're importing yeah, Yunnan they, coffee. Yeah, they they are Alicia's good friends. Yeah, they, they come they come for the pop up every month. Yeah, oh, I mean, I mean not pop up. They they come eat. They come and eat. Come and eat right? Yeah, it's no longer um ye and um four kilo fish. Four, yeah. I went and had a chat with them for、um, broadsheet. Yes. All、oh, right, broadsheet got article with them. Yeah. So um, not yet. <laughs> no, yeah.、Oh. It's written, but it's not out. But about the Yunnan coffee and about the um, they're doing some really good food and um the the beautiful rose latte that they do because they were saying that in Yunnan they have a lot of a lot of flowers、yeah. in their food. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Rose latte. So、use a rose syrup. Yeah. 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 Like I I did pop up pop up there half of the ingredient I never seen or use it before.、Okay. A lot of well stuff, a lot of flowers.、Yeah. So how do you know what to do with them when you come across those things? Um, you just try、mm. until you find out.、Mm. Like as one of the pop up I did a dish, I use the ingredients、uh, a turtle, sweet potato leaf. And it's a fish called Bombay fish. I'm not sure. It's not like. I've never seen anywhere outside of Asia. Like it's very, they got very, very soft texture, almost like tofu. Sometimes called tofu fish. So these three ingredients、mm. is、um, 
It's basically I never seen, I never use it, and then I make dish out of it. That's uh, everyone's favorite dish. Wow. Yeah. Just, okay. So you just uh, yeah I I mean you just you just try it you just get error until you until you find a way to do it right yeah there's a lot of mistake in between a lot of wastage and a lot of failed yeah <laughs> yeah sometimes you you just think that might be work but it's actually not at all right okay yeah yeah because yeah, there's a lot going on isn't there there's the taste and texture and then what happens when you cook it, it and is. You know, all of exactly those exactly yeah. Mm. So what's on your December menu? Oh, uh, December menu, actually, the menu will be easier. Honestly, I think it's the best menu we've been made so far. Wow. I really like it. Um, yeah, a lot, um, a lot of dish I really like it, but I'd be very surprised like the zucchini dish, uh, the people's, a lot of them favorite dish of the menu is a vegetable dish, it's probably. What's the eucalyptus element? Um, so we use uh, eucalyptus honey to ah. glaze the rosemary and then we use the eucalyptus oil to split make the sauce. So yeah, so we got we got amazing zucchini from a small organic farm called Somerset Heritage. They have the variety of the zucchini. So I basically I order a few kilo each mm. and I just use one variety a day. Wow. And yeah, so we trim the zucchini to the size and for all the trim we make the leftover paste we made into a zucchini gel pickle zucchini, zucchini crumb to involve in that dish. So basically okay. it's very simple zucchini but every single part has been involved, has been used. So that's you know, that's always the way I like cook. I don't really like anything wasted. Mm. So and then so we have the main zucchini, we sear that in a uh, vintage beef fat. So give it a little bit of meaty flavor and then we we add on the butter to get a foaming cooking and then we deglaze with eucalyptus honey and rosemary vinegar mm-hmm. and then on the bottom we have a little bit of um, zucchini gel pickled zucchini and on top of that zucchini we have the crumb made from rosemary zucchini trim and then just crumb and then we finish the dish made from the cheddar cheese sauce and split with eucalyptus honey oil and fermented honey that's amazing. That's, that's so much going on in one dish. It is, it is. <laughs> but I don't normally, I don't normally say that much. I normally just tell them very simple. It's zucchini cooked with eucalyptus honey and rosemary vinegar. No, but having heard that, I think are all of your dishes that complicated because that's that's intense for you to be doing. How many courses is this? Um, One, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, it's seven. about. You know, night courses yeah. and three snacks, so it's about twelve served each month, and we change that completely. Oh uh, well, it's we keep int- the pancake. Oh, yeah, it's so intense. It is a lot of work. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work every month. Yeah. Yeah. Do you at any point regret <laughs> um, creating such intense well, dishes, or is it just? It's not yet. <laughs> I think one day it will be, but not yet. But you're happy doing like. I'm. I'm really happy. Do you feel the need to be to challenge yourself? Is that what is? What's your idea of success? Um, Idea of success. Yes. What's your idea? What does it mean Um, for you to be successful? That you're doing these complicated dishes, or that people are just loving eating them, or that people are photographing them? What do you? I think. Well, for now, it's. It's really just about people be really happy to mm. eat the dish. I mean, you know, as a chef, 
before you before you open the restaurant or when you open the restaurant, of course everyone want to have everyone ego to be you know to be to be famous to mm. be like people know. It. Of course, that's um, that's where we always talk about before we open or when we open. We say we want to have we want to do the best, mm. and it's it's changed a little bit on the process of the you know. Every day, day in, day out, doing service and customer. Some of them tell me something they really like, even something they don't like. And then, and then you know, you start, you start realize that at the end of the day, it's a restaurant. You feed people, mm-hmm. and customer happy. That's the most important thing. And for me, yeah, you know, the customer they they come, they said. They say that's an amazing meal, and then they book for next one, and then they book a third one. So yes. that that's that's for me. For me, it's 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 enough. Yeah, I don't know if that's actually success or not, but you know, so. if it, if yeah. it makes you happy, if it's what you're it is, aiming it for, is. then yes. But at least you know, it feels all the effort you put in is worth it. It yeah. is so much effort, and this is not an ex- you're not charging lots of money for this either. No, I'm and not. There's a lot so going full tasting menu is one twenty five, and yeah, the but shorter menu is ninety five. No, but there's so much work. I mean. What's barbecued avocado? Because I know last time with the bowl you had the... When the I first, first spoke to you, was the pine, the pine needle, needle butter. butter. Uh, so we, we slowly grill that barbecue. And then we just like cover it. Let the steam and the charcoal flavor infused. And then we use that barbecue butter made into the barbecue butter... Uh, barbecue avocado butter. And then we serve that with the bowl. Delicious. And what's mm. the... Is this a dessert? Yes, it is. Potato, it is quinoa, dessert, milk. yeah. What? So we, we make an ice cream with the whole baked potato. Yeah, the idea is... Um, it's not a previous menu. We did baked potato to use for something. And then, you know, you bake down the salt and then you open it. You always have that aroma. I start saying, that might be interesting just to make a dessert. So we do the same way like a savory baked potato. We scoop all all the all the flesh inside, make it into the ice cream, and then we we dehydrate the skin completely because that's we think that's the flavor come out when you when you talk about baked potato. Yeah. And then we blend that to the powder and mix in to make the ice cream. Um, that dish had a little bit of fermented rhubarb juice and rhubarb jam just to balance everything. Mm. And uh, quinoa has been caramelized with the sugar, like crystallized. And then we have two different milks, so the milk meringue and caramelized milk skin to finish. So that's probably like the, <laughs> the sweetest dessert ever done. I normally don't do the dessert so sweet. No, okay. Yeah. It's astounding. And so at the same time as you're putting all of this up for, for this month, you must be thinking ahead of next month, are Yeah, you? I have the menu for next month. <laughs> and I'm about to start. Well, I'm not so rushed for this month because we close from 22nd, okay. which means we have two weeks break. Yeah. So I have solely one week to, to, you know, to try to experience everything mm. I've seen that before. So... It's maybe, it's not, yeah, so first I need to finalize the menu for January, and then I probably try a lot of ideas for some of the dish, mm. and then when February, when March, when the ingredient change, I may be able to use that idea fit into the menu for mm. some dish. Mm. Yeah, I feel like you're very committed to the cause. Um, I remember too the story of you were doing a stage 
somewhere overseas and then you flew to have yeah Copenhagen lunch. yeah you're in Copenhagen that's yeah, right yeah yeah oh, yeah I, f- I fly to Oslo that's right. yeah <laughs> was it Maimo Maimo yeah. it is yeah and when you're eating somewhere like that that for you um, you know like that would be something that you were really you would hold up on, you know on a pedestal did does, did eating there match your expectations uh, at the Maimo yes that's yeah. uh, one of the best dining experience I ever had Every detail are three star, truly three star. Mm. I mean, I've been to few three stars at Japan, and also at Copenhagen and Maim. But Maim, I think, is is one of the best dining experience I had. Yeah. Mm. And I know too that um, I was impressed hearing the way you spoke about other chefs in Melbourne. So it seemed to me that you've built up a community of chef friends like Peter Gunn mm. and. Um, who else do we talk about? Sasha? Rust? Um, no. Blaine? Blaine? Yeah. Oh my? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Blaine. That's yeah. right. Yes. Um, what, how does that work now that you're really busy working? Do you still get to talk to them and exchange um, ideas? Or is it more just knowing they're there? Or? Well, I mean, we, we don't really... We don't really talk to be honestly. As I mean, everyone's busy. Yeah. Peter Gunn was dropped by the other day, but I wasn't here. I was oh. went to forage and he would just come to say hi. Sometimes, you know, if I find something short, I need to go to the shop. I will pass the eyes and will come yeah. say hi. It's more like this. Yeah. And yeah, blind we we talk like occasionally because because mm. um, um, they have their own farm, so yes. clearly not. I I guess all my. It's the one like probably know the seasonal the most. Yes. Because that's really seasonal. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes. And if, yeah. yeah. If, if his crop doesn't work, he just doesn't use it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's exactly. Come up with another thing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So yeah, sometimes we do talk about that, but um, I don't know for others, but for us, we we never actually exchange ideas. I guess we're just mm. doing our own things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Pentagon has been run as probably for three, four years now, yeah. four years. He has a lot of idea, and Omar has been run probably the same time. He has lots of idea, mm. and I, I mean, I, I'm doing my own thing. So yeah, that's yeah. Right. I guess, and also, I guess, the chef when you open a restaurant, you want to be your food. Yes. Everyone, everyone try to do that. Of course, we got, we got influenced by something. You know, these days there's Instagram, there's a lot of book, internet, but you still got try to do try you know try to do your own food mm. your own way mm. I guess that's no one really well at least all the chefs I know no one really like to copy others no. you, you want you want to be your own yeah absolutely yeah. and how important is it to, for you to be using sustainable ingredients like um, sustainable fish and meat and so on. Is that important to you or? Uh, yes, yes. That's, um, that's why the reason we choose the organic farm, like all the organic farm, basically all the vegetables from there. And, you know, we, we use the seafood from clams, ocean made, but everyone uses there, so everyone knows they, they're doing a good job. Yeah. I guess, um, I guess this is, um, Oh, no, it's not something you can see in short term. But I guess as a chef, or even as a human, I think that's that's the thing you should do. So I guess it's not really like 
Yes, yeah, it's, it's not really a question you should do or not. It's just you just have to. You have to. That's yeah. right. Otherwise, you know, like I remember um, when we were growing up, you know, thought in the future maybe people would just be eating pills instead of um, having actual food, and that would be just yeah. so sad. It is. It is. <laughs> that, that's why I think that's why a lot of shift, and also you know you work, you work with the food every day, mm. so it can be very emotional. If you think about well, the one day you'll not be able to use that anymore. Absolutely. Mm. That's so true. I hadn't thought it of is. it. <laughs> Being emotional, but of course it is. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's plenty. Thank right, you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you very much for coming You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.